0: everyone loved it but me. My name is Lisa Hedger and I'm your host. I'm a freelance writer, editor, and journalist in Central Ohio. This is the podcast where we analyze super popular books. I am coming to you for this episode of the last episode of 2022. And as promised, we're going to look at 10 ways to make our reading goals a reality. I know, you know, most of us come up with some type of reading goal and are so excited and enthusiastic about it at the beginning of the year, but it can get hard to, to keep up that momentum. I have some things for us to use throughout the entire year to make our goals a reality. I'm looking forward to talking about this. This is something where I've had some success with my reading goals that I've had a lot of challenges with them as well. This is this is a fun topic near and dear to my heart. Now on to the show. All right, we are going to jump in and I'm going to talk about 10 strategies to make your reading goals successful, make them a reality. But first, I just want to thank you all for your support as we're ending another year, 2022. I have really enjoyed the podcast and I have enjoyed interacting with all of the dear readers and dear listeners out there. It's just been a joy. I hope you know you can always reach out to me. I'm on www.everyoneloveditbutme.com. You can find me on Facebook, Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. I'm on all the different social media platforms. Send me a DM and I'm pretty good about sending back. It just maybe takes me a day or two sometimes if I'm out and about, if you will. Now we're going to jump in on these 10 strategies, 10 step strategies to help make your goal or goals a reality. And I think these strategies work whatever your goal is. Like Some people just come up with a number goal. Some people come up with a content goal, you know, I want to read more of x type of books. Some people come up with with a a number of goals. I just talked about my goals in last week's episode and I did come up with a longer list of goals than I normally have. And quite frankly, part of that is is because of the podcast as well, right? So I want to make sure I'm reading, you know, newer books and just a wide range of books because it helps me to to be able to talk about them on the podcast. My first number one strategy for helping all of us to make our goals a reality, whatever your goals are, I guess it's just this way in life, right? We just want to write it down. I think always having it written down, something you can go back, something you can check in and look at. I think that's really your number one step to helping make it a reality. Write it down. And then my number two is what I call regular check-ins. Just like with anything, any goal we have in business or personal life or anything, we want to do a check-in and just kind of see how things are going. It could be once a month. It could be once a quarter, right? I I tend to probably do my check-ins about once a quarter. So maybe end of March, April, I look in and see how things Looked for the winter for me, I usually feel that my first three months of the year some of my best because I tend to read more in the winter, and i 'm you know excited and enthusiastic about a new year then then i hit for me some tougher months of the year may is always a tough month with school activities and such and then we start getting into summer travel so i and i especially think if you do know that you have kind of that tough time of your year where you know things just generally get really busy it's good to kind of do a check in before that and in a check in afterward and and see how things are going my third strategy to help make these goals a reality is, you know, we said writing it down, doing our check-ins, and of course, tracking it, right? Track it with what a, whatever app, website, whatever you prefer. You know, a lot of times I use Goodreads. I know there is the StoryGraph. People use Libby. Some people use their libraries' website. Some libraries' websites are so intuitive, and you can just keep track of what you're reading that way. Some people use their Kindle. You know, there's so many ways I think technology makes it really helpful. I know many of you love your spreadsheets or Google sheets. And of course, you know, the old, old school reading journal, like a lot of people love a good reading journal. So whatever works for you. That's that's my advice, right? Whatever, whatever is easiest, whatever is the most intuitive that you can say, OK, I can go here and track it. And again, when you're doing your tracking, you know, I find I'll get behind. I mean, here I am talking to you toward the middle end of December. And I think I'm at least three or four books behind on tracking. So sometimes I think we, I should try to track at least once a week. Monday morning, maybe when I check my email and I'm starting my day. Or Friday, toward the end of the business week. Like, whatever it is, I think we just need to make it part of our regular habits. Okay, so now it's time to to track what I read this week. I I find, I see a lot of people, I watch a lot of bookish shocks and I think a lot of people on TikTok do such a good job because they share what they've read for the week or for the month. And I think that it just becomes part of what they do. Like, here's my video of what I read for the month. And they go through, and it takes them literally like one minute. Of course, I'm sure they have to do a couple takes, let's hope. <laughs> Hopefully it's not that easy. But, but it, you know, it is somewhat simple. I think that their overall time involved is not that much. So whatever it is, whatever way we want to track it, whatever is easiest, a spreadsheet or some type of app or a Goodreads, I say just, I say go with that and try to be, again, consistently tracking it. My number fourth piece of advice, and I, I'm pretty good at this, is I, th- I say always have a book with you, right? So you never know when you're going to be, you know, running to the doctors and just to get them to sign a paper or just to check in for something quick and suddenly you're there for 45 minutes or an hour. And you find yourself, you know, scrolling on your phone when you, when you have, you could have had 45 minutes to, to read. Same thing for, you know, pickup. I mean, I was, I always have a book with me. I would say more times than not, I end up not reading it, unfortunately. But when I think of all the times, the doctor's office, the baseball games, in the car waiting for a kid, at swim meets, at hockey games, at drama practices, trumpet, voiceless, I mean, I was just listing all those places that I've taken books. And even if I've only read, I don't know, maybe even only 10 or 20% of the time, it's better than nothing. So, you know, always take a book and I often find, even if I don't get a chance to read the book, somebody will see the book and inadvertently ask me about it. We start talking about it and then I'm actually more excited about reading it later that evening or or something like that because somebody noticed it. And that kind of goes with my number five strategy, which is have some type of accountability. Right. I think, you know, book clubs are really, really good with that, you know, because you can share your goals with your book club. Everyone can kind of talk about, here's our reading goals. Where do you stand? People will ask, they'll do check-ins. And you can also now I haven't done this yet, but a lot of people have been doing the buddy reads, and I really like that idea. It's not quite as formal as a book club, but you and and a, a pal just agree to read a particular book, and you go for it, and then you just touch base afterward. I just think that that sounds really, I think it sounds quite lovely, and not quite maybe. I know for some people, a book club sometimes feels overwhelming or stressful or you know just like a little too much maybe maybe it feels like a you know English 101 class so I think a buddy read is like a good way to help you stay accountable with less pressure right less kind of social pressure and just less less pressure in general because then if you end up not liking the book I know it's hard to to go into a room full of people maybe you don't know that well for a book club and share your true opinion so I think you know a buddy read is is really good about that so that that's what I think I think some type of accountability is helpful and and so I'll sometimes share my goals with people you know throughout the year and then we talk about them and they'll say okay how's it going what how are you doing on your goals Lisa you know and like I shared I've shared that that I've I think done pretty well my goals but I've not hit everything and I also think it helps I think sometimes to even have a couple of goals so then that way I'm not like really upset at myself like oh I didn't hit my number goals so I was unsuccessful but that's okay because I still had other goals on types of books to read which I did a pretty good job on. I think that helps so accountability some way to to stay in touch and and help yourself. And my sixth strategy is trying to read consistently, you know, at least 20 minutes a day at the same time. I, I don't know how often you listen to the end of the podcast, but at the end of every single episode, I always say, I hope you have time to read today, or I hope you get to read today. For me, that is my way of saying that a day with reading is a lovely, wonderful day. And a day with no reading is just a little bit sadder. And I will confess, (laughs) this year I did have more days without reading. And I think it is easy to happen. It's just easy to occur when things are getting a little stressful and a little crazy. And I think if we can set aside some people like to read first thing in the morning, some people maybe on their lunch break, I try to read, you know, in the evening hours usually, but sometimes I find myself exhausted and I'm literally like falling asleep while I'm trying to, to read my book. And then that tells me, and I, I think those those are good like little tests, right? When I find myself not doing that, then I realize, okay, I need to get my book out earlier in the day you know reading 20 minutes a day at the same time but like realizing that you can tweak that because if you find you're reading every night at 9 30 and every night at 9 30 or 10 o'clock you're falling asleep and you're not even getting to 20 minutes then maybe see well what if i tried it while i was reading and eating my breakfast or what if i tried it over my lunch hour or mid evening. I mean, just just kind of play around with it with that a, a little bit, especially in those those busy times. And and number seven goes along with that. I I feel like consider I wrote down consider a different medium, right? Think about audio. Think about maybe on your Kindle, it's, it's easier. Audio is something that I know there's a lot of people who love audio. And there's a lot of people that are just like, nope, I would not want to listen to a book. And I think that if you are reading a book that was on your list that you really, really wanted to read, and maybe it was one of your goals, like I want to read Jane Austen, or I want to read one of the, the Bronte sisters or classic or a particular type of book, and you're struggling with it before you're ready to give it up. I would try listening to it on audio. And you could do both. So when I was reading Wuthering Heights, that episode actually is going to come out very soon. I felt like what would happen with me with Wuthering Heights is I'd be reading it. And then someone would say, like, Mom or Lisa, you know, and, I, and I'd look up, answer the question, and look back down. And if I wasn't in that exact same paragraph, if my eyes wandered like, two paragraphs ahead literally somebody, a character could have died, okay, something really significant could have happened. And I actually miss it. I mean, in certain books, like, there's a lot of character movement in a couple paragraphs. So I found forcing myself to read and listen to it. You know, if I had to pause, I would get right back to the same exact spot, you know, I wouldn't miss anything. And so I also felt that I can retain it and it's it's just a different way to to process the book and especially if it's one like I said it's just a little bit harder you know a book that maybe you're struggling to get into try a different medium try and I would really suggest audio i just not every book right not and, and quite frankly i mean we know that there are some there just are some speakers who, who are better than others, right? So there are some recordings that are just so lovely and you can just listen to that voice for a long time. And there's others where you're like, hmm, I think I could pass on that. So, so it doesn't work in every way. But like I said, if it's a book that you're struggling with or if you find that maybe you're a little behind on your goal and like I walk every day, I walk about five miles. Well, that's like an hour and a half. It takes me a while to make that walk. So a lot of times I listen to podcasts, but if I find I'm getting behind in reading, well, heck, I can I can, you know, I can get an hour and a half of of an audio book, and I can get a book done, and maybe, you know, four days of reading, and, and who knows, even at that time, I could also. I could also be just still reading on paper. So so that's something to to think about. So just consider like a different, like I said, can, consider audio. and again, some people like even to consider. Kindle, right? Because sometimes it's hard to get those physical books from the library. Maybe you're traveling a lot for business and you're just not able to check into the library all the time. But it's just easier for you to use Libby to just get that book. And it makes your life so much easier because then you don't have to worry about returning it. The book just disappears when you're done with it. So things like that that simplify our lives are, are only... Only good, right? Those those are wonderful. So so let's let's consider consider things like that, and those are the kind of things you want to consider in those really busy months, right? May, whatever is a really busy month for you. Maybe the summer months, maybe fall, when school starts again. You know, when things are just getting a little crazy. Those are some quick strategies to do, and it's funny, I'll sometimes. Say, oh my gosh, you know, I cheated. I had to, you know, listen to a book on audio. And I laugh, but I'm joking. I don't consider audio to be quote unquote cheating. You're still consuming the book. So I, I it counts 100% as your book. And so my number eight strategy is to get outside of your comfort zone in finding your books. So if any of your goals are to read a certain type of book that maybe you don't normally read, if you're looking for new authors, if you're looking for new categories of books, if you're trying to read authors that don't that aren't on the New York Times bestsellers list, then we all kind of have to, intentionally find these books, right? So that's been my goal the last year or so is to really seek out books and authors that don't get as much attention. So okay, let's, everyone always says unpack it, right? But let's just process that, right? So if I'm trying to seek authors and books that haven't gotten as much attention, I'm not going to find them in the way I typically find books and authors because they're not getting as much attention. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find these authors and follow them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, follow them on TikTok. You know, people who have, you know, a thousand followers or, you know, they don't have one million followers. Right. So, so I'm just trying to do that. I'm trying to look in resources and look in places that I wouldn't normally look at to find some of these authors and it takes that part of it takes a little bit more work like I will fully admit but again that kind of gets back to that certainly pertains to my specific goal and I think it it I think it does for other people because most of us have a category of books that we want that we're interested in. In some cases, can we still use the Google machine? I think so. I mean, I think you can still say, okay, I want to read more, you know, Nigerian authors I've never heard of. You might be able to do a couple of Google searches and find some, some really good names because I think there are book talkers and And bookish folks on Instagram who are trying to get these kind of authors out there and who are writing and talking about them. So I I think we just have to just search a little bit more, but we can can find the books that we're looking for. And again, you know, you can kind of try to do these searches, you know, maybe once a month, once every couple months when you're doing your your check-ins. So my number ninth strategy is you know, trying to get my goals into like kind of bite-sized categories. If my goal is 75 books for the year, well, that's just six books a month and I just need, I think, seven books a month for three months. Just break it down like that. That's not so hard at all. Then I can break it down further if I want to write, you know, read 10% new authors or again those authors who we just haven't heard as much about I can just kind of break it into chunks so I think putting that those ghouls into little bite-sized categories talking about okay here's what I need to do each month here's what I need to do you know again each season oh in winter you know and and I can say to myself okay I know that I tend to read more in winter So I want to get a really good start in in winter. I want to be hitting winter with 30, 35 books, you know, by the end of, by the time I'm hitting spring. And then obviously one of my big problems is my consistency. So then when I do my check-in at the end of spring and early summer, I need to, to come up with strategies and ways to stay consistent during those times when I maybe don't read quite as much. But then it's not so hard. If I've already read so many months by so many books by March or April, then I just need to say, oh, okay, then just read, you know, one book a week, and you know for the summer months, it, it, because I've got I'm actually a little ahead, and and then it'll kind of even out by the time I hit I hit fall. My tenth strategy is always don't beat yourself up if you don't make your goal because it's just your own personal goal. You're doing it for fun and you know you're out there we're all so super busy doing a million things and we're we're just kind of doing doing the best that we can and that's that's what next year is for so you can tweak it and and just set up other strategies and other ways for the following years. that's what I tried to do with my goals was I took you know what I like and didn't like for my 2022 goals and kind of reshaped them and tweaked them and, and made them a little more in depth and, and things like that for 2023. And it always has to be something that that we want, right, that we're excited about. If it feels like homework, that's that's not good. I mean, we want this to be something we're super excited about and, and really want to do. So I am super excited about my goals and one of my goals was to to read more John Irving. And my daughter stumbled upon this bookstore, which sadly is apparently closing that I didn't even know that was in my area. And I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to get some John Irving books for Christmas. So because I, she went there first and then I went there afterward and she was kind of like, let me know which ones you might get. <laughs> that was my hint hint that I think she might have picked some up. So, you know, I'm I'm excited and I've got some fun ones that I'm going to be reading over this winter break because winter break is one of my most favorite times to read, like I just love to snuggle up with like just books that I wouldn't normally read. That's what I love to do over my my winter breaks. So I am really looking forward to it. I hope that you know, I, you guys out there, you're having your hot chocolate or your whatever favorite drink of choice this holiday season, and they're getting to snuggle up and do some reading. As always, like I said, if you have any questions or comments or if you've got that everyone loved it but me book that you want to see me talk about just reach out to me www.everyoneloveditbutme.com as promised we're going to have some more super super popular books to analyze in 2023 and again like i said i've just really appreciated all of you for listening I really appreciate your comments I love it when you reach out to me please do so I love hearing from you it it's just such a delight so again thank you so much and I hope you have a lovely day and I really really hope you have time to read today